0: step away from the noise of social media and mainstream news on watch in washington is your place to hear directly from leaders and difference makers in our nation about the issues that face us as believers families voters and people of prayer join us for the next 15 to 25 minutes and be inspired challenged and encouraged it's time to fuel up so we can pray and change our nation and yes We always pray together. Thank you for joining us today. We almost gave you a second introduction, but we want to get right to praying. And we have a full webcast today. We're going to talk about some great things, and we're going to talk about some really hard things. But we feel like as Watchmen on the Wall, we want to share both, and they both need prayer. And so we have guests, and we're going to be joined by Dave Kubal later in the broadcast, where we're going to talk a little bit about um, some of the things that we were invited to see at the Israeli Embassy see this week, but we have uh, another story that has both some praise and some prayer requests with it, and we're going to do that here in just a moment, but let's go ahead and let's put our time before the Lord today. We're going to talk about some hard things, so I want to warn you that you may hear some things that might be disturbing, and if you've got small children, those are the kind of things that you might want to put some headphones in or maybe listen at another time, or just to prepare you that, that you would ask the Lord during our prayer time right now that you're you would be able to hear what needs to be heard and that nothing would be something that would be disturbing later on. We we do have to hear hard things sometimes. The Lord gives us as watchmen on the wall information that's disturbing, that is unfathomable, learning about the transgender children issue has been really hard for us to talk about and to hear about. We're going to talk about something completely different today, but hard nonetheless, because we do have soft hearts, but we do have to have thick skin to be able to go to the Lord and battle these things in prayer and in action. With us today to tell some wonderful things with a prayer request at the end that's very important is a a new friend of ours that was introduced to us. And isn't this always the way it is in the kingdom of God. It's a friend of a friend, somebody who we've prayed for before. When they have a friend that needs prayer or an organization or an issue, they say, hey, you've got to meet our friends. And because we're all in the kingdom, we're all in the body of Christ. We're always happy to meet somebody else. That we can join forces and pray with together. And that is the case today. I'm joined by Audrey Hancock with she is with Mountain Gateway. Her and her husband are founders and president. Is that am I yes. saying it right, Audrey? Yes, Morgan? that's right. Thank you. And tell us a little bit about just on the front end, what does Mountain Gateway do?
1: Mountain Gateway, We, our goal is to give the gospel to the nations, and we try to go to places that are the underreached, Where there are not many churches or no churches at all and so in in 1996 we my husband and i started on the mission field that we were in several different countries but mostly we raised our four children in the country of mexico but the lord told us in 1989 that he wanted us to train missionaries and at that time we had no idea what that even meant how do you train missionaries and so we had to become missionaries so that we what that even means. And so we raised our four children. And then in 2012, we started an academy so that we could train others. And we try to go, we're willing to go to the one, to go hike through the jungles, up the river, to to bring the gospel to just one person.
0: When you're called, that that is the Lord plants those things in your heart. You do have that willingness and desire to do the hard things and i'm sure that was hard but how our paths crossed was many of you may have heard this it was only on my radar through a friend of ours who have you found yourselves in nicaragua at god's leading but i did not know this was happening only through my friend who had been down there but many of you may but there's been huge revival and amazing miracles and supernatural things yes. happening in Nicaragua. There's one of the pictures. Tell us, what is this? So 10 years ago, the Lord said, expand from
1: Mexico and go to Nicaragua. And so we started doing work there. And just this last year, the Lord told my husband, take the gospel, not just to the one, but to the masses. And so we partnered with another ministry, Shake the Nations, and we brought the gospel to eight different cities. And during that time, we
0: reached close to 1 million people. That is amazing. Now, as we talked before, now, is that your husband or a speaker? No, that's my son. Your son. Okay. It's hard yes. to tell from here. Yes. But yes. so your family's invested in this, not just you and your yes. husband. You've raised your exactly. family and now they're also sewing into this mission and it's part they of their are. calling. It is. There That's we go. My okay. <laughs> I can see total resemblance between your <laughs> husband and your son and they, you also. too. But what I want to spend some time talking about, because we do have a prayer request, and we're going to talk about that at the end, but I don't want to gloss over what God has done. That is, we live in a time where we in America are like, we want revival, Lord, we want revival. And we're not always hearing about, we talk about the old revival in Hebrides or the revivals that have happened in Azusa Street or whatever, but God is working now. And what I think is, yeah. Yeah. He is. It's not an old story. It's not what God used to do. Uh, it's not that He's not going to do it again. But tell us a little bit. We talked on the phone, and I want to know first of all, how did it break out? In you told me there was some things that you had to posture to to make right. yourselves well, the in the right thing. position.
1: Yes. The first thing that we want to always remember is that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so what he did in the Bible, he said, when I send you the Holy Spirit, you're going to do the same things without me. And so we are seeing Jesus do that in Nicaragua, in Mexico, around the world. in in Nicaragua is the unity of the pastors. We've had 6,000 different churches work together and seeing them love one another seeing them work together is what made it possible to bring the gospel in such large numbers to the nation of Nicaragua. And we were so very grateful for that window of opportunity to bring the gospel to the nation.
0: I want to say that after you and I talked earlier this week, we've had the National Day of um, gathering of prayer and repentance in Washington D.C. that happened yesterday. As many of you. I talked to a couple of the, it was like a family reunion, seeing ministry friends and people we prayed for, people that have been on this webcast that we've prayed for, just like we're praying for you today. But right the the message of the unity is just hitting us over and over again. And so after you and I talked, and you said that was the posture that was put you in the position where God could release what He wanted to release we had this day where it was unity and i talked to a very well respected hidden behind the scenes intercessor who said that the lord shared with her that it was it's the wood on the fire of the altar is us laying our own individual down our ministries our platforms right. our, our agendas it doesn't mean we don't have a calling and a mission from the lord but to lay all those down and that becomes the wood on the altar, where he can bring the fire. And when she said that, it just reminded me of what you said. And I just think that is the message that is not just for Nicaragua, but for us. And I want you to tell us then, what are some of the ways that you saw God? We know there were tons of people coming to know the Lord. What else did you see break out because of revival in Nicaragua? We did
1: see, just like when John's disciples went to Jesus to say, are you the one to come? And he said, let me tell you what to tell John. And it's the blind see, the lame walk, the dead are raised, the deaf hear. And so we saw so many miracles. We saw the lame walk. We saw hernias disappeared. I laid hands on a lady who was blind and she could see. We've seen people throw their crutches down and walk across the stage. And so the miracles are real. The miracles are happening. And so that was what was bringing us such joy and amazement that we were able to
0: have that opportunity in Nicaragua. How did that affect the communities in Nicaragua? Because I imagine what I've heard when we've, I've looked at other places where it has broken out, reduction in crime, things, people's hearts begin to change. And did you see some cultural changes that happened because of a mass amount of people now following the Lord? We did. And so that was uh, just like you're saying, as
1: another aspect of the gospel coming into a place. And so on in, in individual cities, we were seeing like where the g- gangs were reduced, where there were not as many prostitutes in that area or that. Just there
0: was hope that was arising. Mm -hmm. And that's the things that we want in our neighborhoods, our communities and in our country, as well as what people want really worldwide, most people want, are not only attainable through good laws. That's we want our laws to be godly, but what we really what really changes a nation is for hearts to be changed. And we've got to recognize that it is, how do we reduce abortion? It isn't just about ironclad laws, although we want to not support things that that enable abortion, but the real change will come when people no longer even think about Part that changing. being an option. Absolutely. And so that's I would right. think that's so cool that you're seeing that in real time as you experience Dale. what is the span of when all of this happened? Like how long has this been building and happening?
1: We had our first gospel campaign in February of last year, and then we had our final one in November. Okay, so... We had plans to do 13 more, but we're not allowed to.
0: Okay, so that's where we get to the prayer request part. God was moving in an amazing way, and our friend in common... Was making repeated visits because the spirit of the Lord was so heavy and it was so drawing them, as many other people, even coming from outside of the country to experience God in this supernatural way. Tell us what shifted, what happened.
1: In early December, our main leader was arrested. And then not long after that, we had 10 more people arrested. And the government of Nicaragua shut down. Our ability to work in that country, and where we had been walking in high favor, we had done everything that the government had asked us to do, and they'd even requested us to do more, and like an extra gospel campaign. So we felt very honored that we had that opportunity, and something shifted. We can guess what that is, but we don't know for sure because we've not been told. But we. The government has accused us now of, and it's all official documents that can be looked up. We have links, but they've accused my husband and my son and my daughter-in-law of money laundering and being part of organized crime. And that is a common thing that they do. Many countries, when they shut down an organization, an NGO, a religious organization, they will accuse them of that. And so we have publicly stated that we deny those allegations and that we've done everything that they've asked us to do. But regardless of all of that, it's just that we've got 11 of our pastors in prison right now. And then we, at this point, cannot go and even support them because of the accusations against our family.
0: So... I want to do several things here where what I want to do first, Audrey, would you, first of all, I should have done this a second ago, but would you pray over to release whatever it is that we need released in our country? And I know you've also prayed over 50 states, capitals, you've been involved in that. Would you pray that whatever the anointing and the, and the attitude that, that made you know, the posture that was made it able for God to come in with his presence. Would you pray that over our nation? And then we want to pray specifically for you and for those pastors being held.
1: Okay. Jesus, you are worthy. And Father, we have people across the nation of the United States who longs to see you lifted up. But Father, I pray that you would forgive us for the division that has happened in our nation and in other places around the world. Father, I pray that you would cause people to look to you and say, what have we got in common? How can we work together? How can we be unified? How can we not have a gap between us? And how can we walk together seeking your face so that we'll work together arm in arm, linked up, to seek your face and to make you known. Father, I pray that all the divisions would be brought to the ground and Mm -hmm. that people would be unified so that the glory of God would fill the space, that Mm -hmm. the glory of God follows unity. And Jesus, you're the one who makes the change. Mm -hmm. And we just make ourselves available just like that friend said, Lord, that if we're the wood on the fire, so that the fire of God can burn in our nation. Jesus, may we be willing, may our yes be to you. May mm-hmm. we say yes to you, Jesus, no matter how difficult it is, so that we can be the ones who say, Jesus, you are real, and that we would live it so loudly to mm-hmm. those around us.
0: Let's all join in that prayer. Pray uh, in agreement that we would have that unity. I'm gonna unmute the lines now. Let's all pray. I'm the people are
1: We are watching our together. You
0: so, Audrey, we want to pray specifically. We want to bring those pictures back of those men, because as we talked, they're like family to you. You ministered right. alongside of these folks, their families, these 11, right? Four, five, six, yes. seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. OK, there's 11 who well, are because
1: there's, there's a couple at the top. And so there's one woman.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Two in one picture, 11 people in general that are being held. Tell us about what you know about their situation currently.
1: We've not been able to see any of them in person yet. Our attorney has only had a video, one video conference call and they, we don't know exactly what their condition is and how they're doing, but We do know that they need prayer. Mm
0: -hmm. We know
1: that we want their families to even have access to be able to bring them needed supplies Mm -hmm. um, in the prison system. And we don't know. And I wish I could, I wish I could go there and be there. I wish I could go and just be alongside of them. And yes, they're like family and like my grandchildren call some of them aunt and uncle. And so some of them have four month old children. The the woman who is in prison has a four-month-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old, and and she can't hold her babies. Mm -hmm. And so I just know that sometimes I've been guilty of hearing about someone that's in prison for the gospel and praying for them, but not knowing even how to engage with that. But it's different for me right now because I know their names. I know their wives. I've prayed with them. I've held their children. I've worshipped with them. I have been alongside of them. And so I know that all of you listeners don't know their names. You don't know their situations. But if we can just put ourselves in the positions, even of the family members that are Mm -hmm. waiting for their family, for their husband, for that wife, that mama, that daddy to get Mm -hmm. out of prison I'm asking that the glory of the Lord would fill the space in the prison as well as
0: in the homes. Mm. We want to leave these names up even during the all pray, because I want you to look at them. And I want you to, as we're going to pray here in just a moment, I want you to look. These are men and women, women who have been used by God in a mighty way. And we know that there's nothing more that the enemy wants than to shut down the moves of God. And we, as Audrey said, she has suspicions on how it may have happened, but it doesn't matter at this point, how it happened. We just know that they are falsely imprisoned, that they are that. But we know that God can still move on their behalf for their families. And oh, my gosh, look at this. We've got their names across the bottom so we can pray for them by name. Thank you for doing that, producer. And so let's pray. And I'm just going to lead out and let's join with me and we'll all pray together. So, Lord, we pray for Walner Lord, I don't know if I'm saying these names right, but Lord, you know who they are. For Marciella, Lord, we pray for Marcos. Lord. We pray that you would touch them for Harry, Lord. And and Lord, we pray for Manuel. Um, Lord, we pray that you would touch them right now that they would know they're being prayed for. We pray for Jose and for Alvaro. Lord, we pray for their families, each of them, Lord. I pray that there would be miraculous favor, even within guards that would be able to get in information that would, Lord, we even pray for a situation like where the, the jailer was shaken and the Spirit of God overcome them. And we pray, Lord, that that there might even be some way that the doors would open and they would be released. We pray for a miracle. We pray for favor within the government, within the, the system, Lord, there that is trumped up charges of what they're holding these people for, as well as Audrey and her family just not being able to be in Nicaragua. Lord, we pray that nothing that the state would do would keep your gospel from going forth. And we pray for these men and women that you would your spirit would just be so real to them no matter where they are and that they would have their needs met and that their families would be able to see them lord we pray for the miracles that you you performed and that you did in those wonderful big rallies and in the villages and the ways that you moved that you are still moving and we pray that you would move on their behalf lord you mm-hmm get the credit. You get the honor. It's all for you, Lord. And so we pray that you would um, do something that would get international attention, that would be a miracle, that would be um, no, nothing to explain it other than a move of God. And we ask that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Audrey, we want to know how else can people pray or is there a place that people can get updates? We will cover your story and you and I can keep in touch if there's something else yeah, that we can thank share you. with our folks. Yeah, so, oh, I appreciate
1: that. I'm um, contacting their congressman okay. and saying that we want to pay attention to the religious persecution that's happening in Nicaragua would be super helpful.
0: We will set up an easy way for people to do that. And so in the next day or so, folks, you can look for that on our action center that you can speak out on behalf and that you can say, because religious persecution is not just happening in China. There are other countries and there's other places, even in our own nation, as we're going to talk shortly, but we are all one body of Christ. And so we need to look at our brothers and sisters in other places and feel what they're going through and to pray for them as one body of Christ. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for what oh, you did saying. to me. facilitate what a mighty move of God it, it is. I know it's touched my friends greatly, and I just want to thank you for being part of that.
1: I thank you for the opportunity to share with the people who are praying, the Intercessors for America. I've been a part of Intercessors for America for a few years now, and so I thought if I could just get these other people to pray, it would be so good. So thank you. Thank you for organizing prayer in our nation, too. Absolutely.
0: We stand together, and it's all for him. Thanks, Audrey. Yes, thank you, Chris there's miracles and there's also the prayer request that we talked about when we hear these things even though right now we've got a situation that needs prayer in Nicaragua I think we we would be remiss if we didn't talk about what God did and that's why we wanted the bulk of our time to talk about what how God is moving, how he is a miracle God, how it's not just something that's in our old history and written about by Reese Howells and some of the other people that were writing about things happening in the days of the Hebrides and, and other places that God is on the move and he wants to break out and he wants to bring revival. Thanks for joining us on Intercessors for America's On Watch in Washington. Be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And share the word. We bet you have a praying friend who would love to listen too. Visit ifapray.org to access our library of free content, including prayer guides, special intel reports, articles, news, and items for action. We're glad you're a part of the IFA community.